0: Locked On Podcast Network presents Locked On Sports today.
1: Could Aaron Rodgers be slinging passes for the Jets? 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 Just like Brett Favre, by the way. Few have skated better than Brad Marchand, and there could be a few surprises at the end of round one in the NFL Draft. I'm Peter Bukowski. Starting your day with the can't miss stories and biggest debates in sports. You're locked on sports. Today.
0: Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story.
1: This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. Aaron Rodgers has reportedly emerged from his darkness Could the New York Jets be next to emerge from their quarterback darkness? They have not had a star quarterback since uh, ever. No, since Joe Namath probably is the last time. And they think, according to reports, Derek Carr could be the next star quarterback in New York. To help us sort all of this out, John Butchko from Locked on Jets is with me now. And, And John, how much of the, hey, we think you can be a Hall of Famer, Derek Carr. We'll get to the Aaron Rodgers of it all in a second. Are you buying from the Jets?
2: I'm not buying that Derek Carr is a Hall of Famer. (laughs) I don't know whether they told him that or not. I've, I've given up trying to figure out where that story came from. I think Derek Carr could be a good fit for the Jets. They have a very good defense. Last year, they were really a quality quarterback away from being a playoff team. I think Derek Carr could be a good fit from the standpoint that if You look at recent jets history and by recent, I, I take it all the way back to two thousand and nine when they drafted Mark Sanchez. When the Jets have drafted a quarterback in the first round over the last you know fifteen years or so, they've always been in a situation where they've had nothing there and they've kind of been in a desperate spot and they felt like they've had to draft a quarterback. and that was true 09 with Sanchez. It was true you go to eighteen with Sam darnold. it was true twenty one with Zach Wilson. Last three times the Jets have drafted the quarterback in the first round, it was a situation where they like had to do it. So what Derek Carr, I think, could buy you is stability. Not not about, not a Hall of Famer, but a guy who you feel good about going into the offseason with. And you you're in a situation then when if the perfect guy comes along, you can draft him. But you're not desperate. You can feel good about going into the next year with Derek Carr. So I view him as kind of like a medium-term stopgap, a guy who could give, give you credibility. And a guy, although I know the Raiders didn't have a lot of team success with him, I don't think that was really his fault. If you surround him with a good team, if you put a good defense around him like the Jets have, I think you can win games. And I think, you know, I don't know if you're going to the Super Bowl. I know you're not going to – I know he's not going to the Hall of Fame. But you can make the playoffs. And for a team that hasn't been in the playoffs the last 12 years, that's that's something.
1: I will say this Hall of Fame. No, probably not. Sorry, Devontae Adams, because he was the last one to say that about Derek Carr, too. But you can become a legend if you win in New York. I mean, I think that is the pitch, even if it's not truly Hall of Fame caliber. If you win with the Jets, you are golden. You are made. So let's talk about a quarterback who might be able to get them to the mountaintop and who is a for sure Hall of Famer, Aaron Rodgers. We don't know what his future is, and it sounds like, based on the reporting, um, ESPN reported that, hey, the Jets love Derek Carr, but they're going to kind of wait until we see what happens with Aaron Rodgers. How do you view this waiting and and what the risk is there? Because Derek Carr could walk to New Orleans, not literally, and decide, hey, I'd rather just, they're going to pay me now, versus you want to wait for Aaron Rodgers. That's cool.
2: I'm not. I understand the reasoning behind it, but I I don't agree with it because you're risking ending up empty handed. And one of the things that complicates this is the fact that Carr can actually sign with anybody right now because he's not under contract. You know, other guys who are going to be free agents, they have to wait until March because I think the way it works is technically their contract runs until the new league year begins. But because Carr was released. He can sign at any time, mm-hmm. and listen. We I've given up trying to figure out what Aaron Rodgers is going to do. I think that smart, you know, smart. I don't know if Aaron Rodgers knows what Aaron Rodgers is going to do tomorrow. I think it's reasonable to believe, though, given the complexities of the Rodgers situation, because you got to figure out the contract, you got to figure out compensation, mm. you got to probably talk to Rodgers and figure out whether you know how long he, how much longer he wants to play. Even though, again, he could very well change his mind i just think the odds are this car's gonna figure out where he's going before the Rodgers situation is resolved and at that point then you've really put all your eggs into the Rodgers basket because if you if you you know if you miss out on Rodgers, then you kind of have to go to that next tier that's not as good jimmy garoppolo's maybe ryan Tannehill's, jacoby brissett maybe a, a bit lower on on that list and the problem if you do that is that it gives Green Bay all the leverage in the trade and it gives Rodgers all the leverage when we're talking contract here. So I would not do it. I'm not saying Derek Carr is better than Aaron Rodgers, but I'm saying if you got Derek Carr in front of you and you have a chance to sign him, I don't know that I'd wait around for Aaron Rodgers because there's no guarantee you're gonna get him. And if you miss out on Aaron Rodgers, then you're really in a bad situation, I think.
1: Stay up to date all year on the New York Jets by following Locked On Sports Today and Locked On Jets on YouTube or wherever you get podcasts. Thanks for making Lockdown Sports today your first listen. Coming up, the Bruins have one of hockey's greatest in Brad Marchand. Before we get into why an all-pro linebacker is set to hit the free agent market. Looking for a delicious treat but don't want all the fat and calories, then you have to try Built Bar. We are in this house, in my house, always looking for something that tastes delicious, but is healthy we have a toddler and so i don't like to have food around that is junk for junk's sake built bar is the perfect blend of healthy and delicious covered in 100 real chocolate but that hits all of the macros you're looking for we're talking about high in protein 17 grams of protein 130 calories 4 grams of sugar and it will fill you up if you need it to plus you don't have to wait for built.com to ship it to you although you can I got my most recent box from Built.com. You can just go to Walmart or Sam's Club and walk out with a box. You know, shopping. It's that easy. Go get a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. Doesn't that sound wonderful? Yes. Go do it, and you can thank me later.
0: Now, here's what you need to be locked on today.
1: The LA Rams are cutting ties with All-Pro linebacker Bobby Wagner, with the Rams approximately $13.7 million over the salary cap heading toward the new league year. Wagner and the Rams mutually agreed to part ways on Thursday, and by mutually, I mean the Rams said, we're going to save a bunch of money, and Bobby said, I don't have a choice. When Wagner's release becomes official, the Rams will save $5 million in salary cap space, but they will also incur... $7.5 $7.5 in dead cap. Wagner signed a five-year, $50 million deal with $20 million in guarantees last March. Pro Football Focus rated Wagner as the top linebacker in the NFL last year. New Washington Commanders offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy made it clear during his opening news conference that he's not focused on using this position
3: to land a head coaching job. Being a head coach right now is not in my, in my thought process. Right now, here's what I'm focused on. I'm focusing on being the best coach that I can be today, okay? The rest of everything else will take care of itself starting tomorrow. I live in the moment, okay? So I got to be implanted and Nikki know exactly what I'm about to say. I got to be where my feet are. So right now, my feet are planted right here. I appreciate him saying
1: that. I don't know why we, we care. Every coach wants a better job. Every person wants a better job. You have the job that you have. It's great that you like it, but we all know the deal. If you can get a better job, you take it. So this seems silly. He's going to do the best job he can. That's all that matters or all that should matter. With the NBA back in action, the Boston Celtics had an overtime game right out of the gates. They squeaked by the Pacers.
4: Boston Celtics get an ugly win, but it's a win in Indiana. In overtime, I'm John Corrales of the Locked On Celtics podcast. 20 offensive rebounds was the key to this game. Celtics getting putbacks, and hey, at least that showed that they were working hard because offensive rebounds are mainly effort plays. They just, I think Marcus Smart and Jason Tatum especially, looked like they were still on the all-star break. The putbacks, especially Tatum's one at the end, were huge. Uh, Extending possessions, getting extra possessions were big. The Celtics' turnovers kept Indiana in the game, and then Miles Turner got super, super hot. Uh, If he had a normal shooting night, maybe this goes a little bit differently. Thankfully, the Celtics had Malcolm Brogdon and Derek White. Those two guys were huge for Boston. When Tatum didn't have it going early, and when Marcus Smart looked unplayable in the first half, maybe first three quarters, it was Brogdon and White who really stepped up for the Celtics. Depth carries the Celtics through. This was not a game that we're going to put into the Hall of Fame, but now the Celtics head off to Philly. Maybe that one will be better.
1: The Dallas Mavericks had what many would consider to be an easy matchup out of the break against the lowly San Antonio Spurs.
5: After the all-star break, the Dallas Mavericks, Luka Doncic and Kyrie's third game together get a win. Nick said from the On Mavericks podcast here. And the Dallas Mavericks... Offense was, was humming, just humming the entire game. Luca, Kyrie, they were working there. Luca in the first quarter, Kyrie in the fourth quarter, they really were uh, playing really well, playing offense really well. The story of this team is going to be defense for the rest of the season. And this game was definitely one that showed it to you. When you have a San Antonio Spurs team that's third from last in the NBA in offense come in here and have a much better offensive game than they're usually used to, it's going to be a problem. But the Dallas Mavericks take care of business. They get the win. They get a bunch of garbage time. Justin Holiday, the new player for the Mavericks off the buyout market, hits four threes in the game. An incredible night for Justin – five threes in the game. An incredible night from Justin Holiday. Reggie Bullock adds a bunch of threes of his own. And the Dallas Mavericks get the win. They move on now and look to the rest of the season.
0: There is another story you need to know.
1: Love him or hate them, And chances are, if you don't like the Boston Bruins, you hate them. Brad Marchand has put together an amazing career on the ice. He joined our Locked On Bruins host, Ian McLaren, to talk about all things Bruins.
0: You know, a lot of people coming in thought these Bruins would be uh, pretty good. Some people thought you guys might struggle to make the playoffs because of your injury to begin the season, Charlie McAvoy on the sidelines. I don't know if anybody expected you guys to be this good. Uh, is there a single reason do you think for it? Or is it just like a, a secret sauce of new coach, new system, the goaltending has been unreal. Yeah. You're getting contributions up and down the lineup, the leadership core, just all that put together. Yeah. I mean, I
6: think you touched on it all. Um, you know, when you have the depth that we have, um, you know, we have two of the best defensemen in the world on the back end. Um, you know, that was probably one of the best trades ever made. You know, yeah. made in the last little while was getting Lindy mm. uh, and then signing to the deal, to sign him too. So we just have a ton of depth, um, and and it's not like you don't watch our games. Say that we that we dominate every night. That's not how we win. We win because we, we play our system all the way through. And then Monty coming in with the coaching staff, um, bringing the whole, you know, like the whole new aura, uh, you know, with the coach staff this year and, and guys having a, a fresh start. Sometimes that's what you need. Unfortunately in the game, having a fresh start sometimes just, it gets everybody like back to ground zero and, and then yeah. you start building again. And that's kind of what happened. Um, he, he's very good at keeping guys accountable, uh, very positive for the young guys and stuff like that. And then, um it just all clicked and and again that's what i mean by to win you need things to click is it, it now that's part of it and and we have seen part of that happen but like i said we're not dominating games we're just we're finding ways to win we chip away chip away and then we're able to find a way to capitalize late in games to to win now
0: you uh personally obviously you started the season uh sidelined double hip surgery which uh you know seems like no joke for sure and um how are you feeling personally? You feeling kind of back on top of your game? Is it still a work in progress? Or No, again, there, uh-huh. it's
6: tough. Um, yeah, I came, I probably came back. I almost felt like I had something to prove to get back early. And, <laughs> and uh, I probably came back a little bit earlier than I should have. But I, I, I f- kind of felt that, you know, the later I, I waited, the longer it would take me to get back to my oh, game. Great. And I was just more worried about building towards playoffs. Like, as long as I'm feeling. You know, I top my game, come playoff time, then I'll be happy with with right. making the decision to to get the surgery and um I don't feel like I'm quite there yet i it's it's very difficult to make a, a six month game during the season. um right. you know, like those guys are all six months ahead of me uh, mm-hmm. to start the season so to make that game while you're playing is tough and it takes time and something I'll just chip away at until um, the playoffs and and again, I knew that coming into it, but um, for longevity wise for my career it was the best decision I could have made. And, um, you know, that was one of the first things the doctor said to me after I, I, I did it was you're lucky you did it now. Otherwise you'd be done in a year or two. A oh, lot, wow. uh, Yeah. So it was, it was very reassuring that, that I did do both. And, um, you know, it would, cause that was the whole point, like I said, is I was trying to push my career off another three, four years, five years, whatever I could, um, Great and uh that was the time to do it, so yeah it's uh good timing um and uh getting back there and it makes made it very easy to to um to take that time to sit out and and recover when the team was winning and doing well yeah. and then with Chucky and Grizz too and uh but you know our training staff did a phenomenal job at pushing us where they could and uh they put a great plan in place and and we just followed that and and uh So, if if we didn't have the group off the ice that we did to to push us and put the plan in place, it probably wouldn't happen that we all got back early. But uh, those guys did an incredible job and and were able to make it happen.
1: Stay up to date all year on the Boston Bruins by subscribing to Locked On Sports today and Locked On Bruins on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Coming up, surprises abound at the end of the first round in our mock draft. The midway point of the NBA season is here, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back. If your first bet doesn't win, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scorers and threes drain. Or how about the Nets in Chicago to face the Bulls? FanDuel has little separating these two teams as the Bulls are laying a single, solitary point so don't miss the chance to get your no sweat first bet up to a thousand dollars in bonus bets when you go to fanduel.com slash locked on that's fanduel.com slash locked on to learn more make every moment more with fanduel an official sports betting partner of the nba at the end of the first round there's always a couple surprises as brian peacock and matt williamson discuss in their first mock draft on peacock and williamson
7: I don't know if you'll approve of this pick or not. Bill's oh. taking first running back off the board, B. John Robinson. Well, I'm is- glad it
3: didn't happen at, like, pick 12 or something like yeah. that. So 27, a little bit better. Clearly the best running back in this draft. And how much he impacts the passing game is going to go a long way to how valuable a running back is in today's NFL, as we just talked about with the Super Bowl yesterday. Uh B. John Robinson's a stud. Uh, you know, just the, the attrition level at running back. But the fit here, the Bills have a lot. I, I can see this pick, absolutely.
7: Yeah. Singletary is a free agent. I think they need to realize you play in Buffalo and you're going to play important late season games. You need to create a power running game.
3: Pick 28, the Cincinnati Bengals.
7: I thought about a corner here, but Hayden Hurst is a free agent. I don't know the Tyler Boyd's in the long-term plan. So keep the receivers strong. I want Dalton Kincaid, an athletic tight end out of Utah.
3: Yeah, get yourself a pass catcher. You got under mm-hmm. control for five years. People are talking about how they're going to have to start trading T. Higgins even, you know. So um, yeah, right, replacing right. that, uh, there's some other needs with the Bengals as well, but uh, a pass catcher is probably something that that you shouldn't sleep on for the Bengals early in the draft. Yeah, I think, especially if Hurst is leaving, you know, they could use a tight end there. Talk to me about Lucas Van Es, defensive end from Iowa to the New Orleans Saints at 29. Traitsy guy. I
7: mean, they always like those huge defensive ends. Davenport's a free agent. Jordan's getting up in age. He's not even technically a starter for Iowa, but I mean, he's going to test off the charts. He's going to be like 280 in that neighborhood. Fits the Saints quite a bit.
3: And uh, I like how in your write-up here, you talk about Cam Jordan's successor and similarities between those players.
7: Absolutely. That's what they look for at that position. He can kick inside if he has to. They could develop him under Jordan. It seems like a good fit.
3: Maybe nobody helped their stock more than tight end Luke Musgrave out of Oregon State at the senior bowl, Matt. You have him going to Kansas City at 30. And some people might be thinking to themselves, Well, wait, don't they have Travis Kelsey at tight end?
7: Yeah. And some people might be saying, Why aren't the Eagles picking at 30? (laughs) (laughs) Well, because I turned this in on Thursday. So (laughs) the Eagles win
3: the Super Bowl, big gummy. Uh yeah, this is supposed to be pick 31 for the Kansas City Chiefs, and Luke Musgrave to end the first round. Uh, and at pick 30 for the Philadelphia Eagles, you have Derek Hall, defensive end from Auburn. Yeah, he's a
7: pass rusher. I can't imagine the Eagles, who I gave a corner, will not take a lineman with one of their two first-round picks. So I just gave them the best lineman. They have some free agents on that defensive front, so I gave them Hall. Um, Musgrave, I think, is a really good fit for the Chiefs, who we'll talk later in the week, but they can address some things in free agency, which is amazing. But they played a ton of 12 and 13 personnel this year. So they're stressing the tight end position more than they did in previous years, and kind of like the Cam Jordan situation, why not learn from Kelsey? You know, give give him a raw big tight end to kind of learn from Kelsey, who's not going to last forever, and be hey, a compliment in the meantime.
3: If you're going to try to pay extra attention to Kelsey too, and yeah. this guy run the seam and all of a sudden get behind you because you got too many guys looking at uh, at, at at a different number eighty-seven, you know?
7: Yeah, and imagine what um, Andy Reid would do with an upgrade over Noah Gray. You know what I mean?
3: Get all the
1: NFL Draft information you need by following Locked On Sports today, Peacock and Williamson, and of course, Locked On NFL Draft on YouTube or wherever you get podcasts. And finally, have you ever wanted to punch an opposing player in the face? Sure you have. Someone did in a Europa League match between PSV Eindhoven and Sevilla. A fan ran onto the field and punched the Sevilla goalkeeper in the face Darko Dimitrovic, Sevilla's goalie, then subdued the fan as players from both teams rushed to the scene before security took the fan into custody. I do not recommend acting on any aggressive thoughts against opposing players. And by the way, don't do it on Twitter either. That's just lame. Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. Now go find your favorite team's Locked On podcast and make them your second listen. Coming up Monday, which NFL contender has the most work to do this offseason? So at least until tomorrow, stay locked on sports today.